Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So as promised, because I talk a lot and yesterday's episode was rather lengthy, but I hope that you enjoyed it if you did listen to it. If you didn't listen to it, yesterday's episode was a race recap from Saturday, this past Saturday, uh, my race where I did the individual time trial. And today I'm going to be recapping Sunday's race, which was the team time trial. So these two are different. Um, they they are raced differently, and some of the principles and such are a little bit different. But backing up after I, and I can't remember whether I said this yesterday, but after I crossed the line on Saturday and, you know, the... Uh, the adrenaline kind of wore off a little bit and we were kind of waiting around for awards to be done. Um, I quickly noticed something and it was that I was extremely, extremely sore. I don't know that I've ever been this sore before, but it was literally, I was walking around. I had changed into my normal shoes and I was walking around with my shoes untied for a really, really long time because I just couldn't bear to bend over to tie my shoes. So I was super sore and just wondering to myself, some of the other guys that were going to be on on my team the following day, they were pretty sore as well. And it was one of those things where, you know, the hand in front of my face is telling me how sore I am and I'm wondering whether I'm going to even be able to race the next day. But Lo and behold, I mean, went back to the hotel, uh, jumped into some recovery boots, foam rolled uh, a little bit, and then I actually even foam rolled the morning of the team time trial, but again, I don't know that I would recommend that to everybody. That's just something that I'm used to, though, just a really light foam roll. I'm I'm used to it. It doesn't really impact my performance at all, so I I just did that to kind of loosen myself a little bit more, and off to the team time trial we went, so... You know, the team time trials raced a little bit differently than the individual time trial. Uh, Actually, a lot differently in the fact that the team consists of four people. Uh, The time that you get is based on the third rider to cross the line. So again, backing up in case you didn't listen to the previous episode, I'm talking about the state team time trial championships. It was 40 kilometers or 25 miles, just like the individual time trial was. And you start off with four guys and your time is taken when your third guy crosses the line. So in the individual time trial, you're on the entire time, right? Because it's just you. So you are in the arrow position, you're riding your bike and it's you versus you the entire time you're taking on the wind in the individual, in the team time trial. I'm sorry. It's different because you've got one guy pulling at the front And then you've got three guys sitting in and then that person pulls off and the next person pulls and so on and so forth. And you're just rotating through. So when you're on the front, you are riding harder than you would be if you were doing an individual time trial, knowing you would have to do all the work yourself. And then when you rotate off, you're obviously sitting in the draft. And so you're not working as hard as you would be in an individual time trial. So some people like to call it just over-unders, right? Um, you're over when you're on the front, you're over your threshold, uh, but then you're under your threshold when you're sitting on. So taking us to this uh, Sunday, the conditions were a lot different than they were on Saturday. It wasn't stormy. It wasn't, you know, bad weather impending or anything like that. So the wind was, was calm. It was definitely favorable conditions for, uh, fast times to, uh, to be had. Um, and so, uh, two minute gaps between teams, 
there were only three teams in our division, but you know, we were up against some pretty stiff competition. Um, and so there was one team in particular, Elbows put together a team. They had one rider from another team that that joined their team for the day, but three of their riders were on Elbows and we knew that they would probably be our stiffest competition, that they would be the team that we needed to beat if we wanted to, to win the state championship. And, uh, and to that, we also had the fact that none of them had raced the previous day. So none of them did the individual time trial. And on our team, all four of our guys, so Lucas Borgone, myself, Mark Baird, and James Newsom, we had all raced the previous day. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. You got to go out there and th- there's nothing that you can do about that. Um, so we line up and we take off and the order that we kind of decided upon was uh, Lucas and then me and then Mark and then James. And so we roll out and we are rotating through and everything is seeming to go pretty well, uh, communicating well, smooth rotations, good, you know, solid pace on the way out. The way out was going to be the headwind part of it, just like the previous day, just like the individual time trial. Uh, but it was, it was negligible. I mean, the wind was there, but it wasn't like howling like it was the day before, but anyhow, so we're rotating through and, um, I was able to ride around right before we get to the turnaround. You can, we we were able to see elbows. They had doubled back. So they had made their turnaround and they had, they had come back. They were on their way back in. So they're on the tailwind part of the course. And I noticed they only had three guys. And so at that point, I shout to the team and I say, Elbows only has three. And I hear um, as as one of the riders is rotating through and coming off and rotating towards the back as he kind of passed me, he says, we're about to be. And at that point, I was like, okay, one of our guys is kind of starting to feel it a little bit. Um, so I, I told Lucas, I said, hey, let's keep it together you know, let, let's keep it together. Let's keep it smooth. Let's keep it steady. So we roll till, you know, at that point we're getting close to the turnaround. So we make the turnaround and then we make the turnaround. And at that point, you know, we're all looking around to make sure everybody's there. And this rider that had said we're about to be, who was struggling a little bit, had come off of the back. Now we only have to finish with three guys. So we're, we're still okay if we lose that one. Uh, but we decided to make the call that we were going to like literally sit up and, and wait for this rider to rejoin us, right? Uh, so we we sat up and we waited for this rider to get back on. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting this because I'm extremely proud of this moment. I think this was a pivotal moment in the success that we had on the day because to me, cooler heads prevailed. To me, it was a decision that we made not based on ego. It was a decision that we made based on the benefit of the entire team. And sitting up, although we lost a little bit of time there because we obviously weren't going as fast, the decision we made was based on we wanted that rider to be able to contribute some more to our effort, knowing that being down to three guys 20 kilometers from the finish, we were probably going to go faster if we had that rider helping us out for a little bit more time. And so we sat up and once that rider got back on, we started jamming again. And you know what? That rider was able to give us three or four more kilometers of his effort, pulling through, doing a solid job, keeping the pace up. And then he gave one last just good hurrah pull and then he was gone. But that was 
man, that was three, four kilometers more than we would have gotten out of him if we would have left him, you know, before that. So super proud of that decision. So at that point, you know, yelling the commands, we all get it. We're down to three. So now we're rolling. And now it's critical that we are communicating. If one of us is getting tired, you know, that we're communicating well. And, you know, the person that started getting tired was me. Uh, the person that started getting tired was me. I had to start kind of tethering Lucas, telling him to, uh, to keep it steady up at the front. Cause he, he's an absolute animal, 18 year old young man, gr- great young man, by the way, great character. Um, in addition to the fact that he can really ride a bike really well. So really good to see him enjoying some success. Uh, he had won the previous day, actually, he was the winner of the previous day in the individual time trial. Um, so arguably, you know, the strongest guy in the entire bike race. Uh, so I'm, I'm having to tell him steady. Remember I'm pulling through after after him. So I'm telling him to keep it steady. And then Mark is pulling through doing a great job, uh, you know, given his, his effort as well. And, uh, so we get to, we're rocking and we're rolling and we're flying and we get to right around where we, you know, the last two miles or so. And at this point, the same thing is happening to me that happened, uh, in the individual time trial where my heart rate is, has been pretty high for a while. It's above the zone that it should be, Uh, but again, I'm dismissing it kind of like I did, you know, the previous day, I'm thinking to myself, it's fine. I I need to roll with this. I need to suck it up. This is what I need to do if we want to be successful. Uh, but coming into the last two miles, I knew that I, it was not going to be beneficial for me to pull through. I, I just, I, I didn't have it in my legs. I had it in my legs to be able to sit on, but not pull through. If I would have been pulling through the speed would have come down. So at this point, Lucas is on the front and he's just driving. I mean, the dude is absolutely crushing it. He's slowly bringing up the pace because he can feel the finish line. Uh, You know, at the end, we're sitting around chatting and he's telling me he was trying to bring it up to 35 miles an hour. The problem was I I couldn't hang on at 35 miles an hour. Uh, So he's trying to ramp the pace up and I'm having to tell him, you've got to be steady. You've got to bring it down. Uh, so unfortunately we could have gone faster, but, uh, I was kind of a limiting factor, uh, in those last couple of miles. Um, you know, I was, I was on the limit and I, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to blow up because if you do, it's the time based on the third rider. So even if Lucas and Mark ride away from me, it doesn't matter when I cross the line, that's our time. So it was beneficial to keep us all around. Well, Lucas is pulling, Lucas is pulling. I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I wish I could pull through and help take some of this from him. Cause I mean, literally, like I said, he's taken the pace from two miles out and then here comes Mark. Mark comes off my wheel, comes, comes by me slowly, but surely he comes by me and dude, he just gave one more pull and it was awesome. He gave, he gives one more pull. He takes us all the way to the line. I don't know, maybe 300 meters out, 400 meters out. I can't remember. I was cross-eyed at this point, but uh, it was great because, you know, Lucas has been pulling for a while. He's getting tired. And then I was able to muster up this last little bit because what you want to do in the team time trial is you don't want to finish in a straight line go, going backwards, right? You don't want to finish like one, one rider and then another on his wheel and then another on his wheel. I mean, you want to all cross the line at exactly the same time. I mean, again, it might be a second, it might be a fractions of a second, but still you just, you never know. And you want to have the fastest time. So, you know, I come off of Mark's wheel and Lucas's wheel, and I'm trying to just muster up what I can to finish even with those guys. And, uh, we cross the line and look down 
and it was like a sub 50 minute time. Um, I was like, wow, that was, geez, that, that was really fast. Um, and so we kind of, you know, shake it off, kind of riding easy. I'm, regardless of what happened, I'm like, I'm ecstatic with how we did. I mean, I'm just so, I'm so proud of Lucas. I'm so proud of Mark. We just did such a great job. It just all came together. The rotations were good. The communication was good. The couple of moments that we had where we had to make critical decisions. I feel like we made the right decisions. Um, and so we're rolling and then we're like, Hey, let's turn around. Let's go back and get James. Right. Cause James was, you know, dropped. And so we turn around, we go get him. We're like, dude, that was fantastic. That effort you gave. He was a little bit distraught, but it's like, how can you be distraught? Like we wouldn't have been there without you. I mean, I know you didn't finish through to the end, but I mean, you're an integral part of why we were able to go as fast as we were. And so we're just all high-fiving, just good feelings. And again, like a little bit of relief to get it over with, right? I mean, you wrap up the weekend, 50 miles of like all-out blitzkrieg time trialing, like riding at threshold or above, just a really hard weekend, just a barrier soul, tough weekend of racing. So I'm feeling good about all that. Like it's over, you know, uh, been riding that bike so much. I'm like looking forward to riding my road bike, you know, and all that good stuff. And then we come to find out like we won, which was awesome. Uh, we were able to, to beat elbows. It was a formidable, formidable opponent, you know, and it was like, all right, great. And then on top of that, we were able to actually even set the course record. Uh, so we, now are, you know, owners of the fastest 40 kilometer that's ever been done on this course out in Hempstead. And so that was pretty cool. That was like icing on the top, but just overall, just a great, just a great, uh, weekend, just wrapping it up. I mean, third for me in the individual time trial, and then just the, the privilege of being on the state championship team in the team time trial with a course record, Really great weekend, but again, one that, man, I'm just, I'm so proud of because like I, I put in the work and I put in the effort and I put in the intentional practice like to, to, to be good for this weekend. And it just, it, it all went well. I mean, this could easily have gone differently and, you know, maybe the legs wouldn't have responded or maybe I would have had a mechanical or something, but you know what? I mean, it wasn't. It, it all came together, and I was extremely satisfied in how the weekend went. So, again, just mad props to Christian Williams from the Williams Racing Academy, my coach, for getting me ready for this weekend and for allowing me to 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 perform the way that I did. Critical part of of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, just looking forward. I mean, Monday was a work day. So, you know, back on the bike on Monday, the road bike, by the way, uh, cleaned off the TT bike, hung it up in the garage. Uh, it's going to sit there for a little bit until, uh, it's time to get ready for another one. But anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed, uh, the race recap and, um, yeah, I thank you guys so much for listening and I appreciate you guys. Uh, quick, quick little something, uh, two episodes. So this episode, the one previous doing the race recap for the ITT, the one before that is an interview with, uh, Elevate KHS pro cyclist, uh, Adam Roberge. So just a really great conversation I was able to have with him. So if you want to go check that one out, I think it will be worth your while to give that one a listen. Uh, got a lot of other great episodes in the queue as well. I mean, we're over 300 episodes in here. So just a lot of good stuff. I think you would get benefit from, you know, listening to some of the previous episodes 
episodes and I would love to hear your feedback and, um, you know, go rate the podcast, give it the five stars, tell your friends about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a fantastic rest of your day.